So let me talk to you about a new series that uh, we began actually last Wednesday with the student ministry, but it's called Counterfeit Culture. I'm sure that you would agree with me that we live in a culture that has a mainstream. And, and many times you'd say, well, that mainstream, you know, it looks okay. I, I don't mind it too bad. It's that real extreme here or real extreme there. But can I tell you that we've got to be careful as a church and, a, and be careful as believers because there is a culture that has been changing every day for uh, thousands of years. I want us to look for the next few weeks at counterculture. And I'm going to look at some different subjects and some different topics. I'm going to get real. Today it's going to be kind of an introductory and it's a, pr- pretty much could, we could spend the whole series on the scriptures I'm going to bring forward. But the series key verses are found in Romans chapter 12. It's actually one and two. Um, but, but this is our key verses for the series. And that is, uh, it says, I appeal to you therefore brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Now that's actually what is the goal or what is going on. But here's what it says. And this is the the thing I want to talk to us about. It says, don't be conformed. Don't be conformed to this world, but, but, but what? But be what? Transformed. Say transformed with me. Transformed. I want you to hear that word. I want you to believe in that word that you have a God that can transform your stinking thinking into good thinking. How many have had a little bit of stinking thinking along the way? And uh, maybe, maybe it's a long time away and you all are all transformed. But no, he'll help renew your mind through testing And we don't like that part, but he uses that to help bring back what we know and bring it into the full being of who who we are so we can discern the perfect will of God. So this series is going to be about that. Now let me bring, now for me, sometimes it's like, well, those are kind of church words, but how like the message and how it says this. Look at this. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the what? Inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, which always drags you down to its level of immaturity. God brings out the best in you. Can you look to your neighbor and just say, the best is yet to come. Because until you step into heaven... You haven't seen the best that God can give you. The best is yet to come. He's going to bring that out of you, and he'll develop you into a well-formed maturity. A little background here. We talk about culture or, or this counterfeit culture. Culture is this the way of life. It's, it's attitudes. It's outlooks. It's moral goals. It's customs that we share in community. When you think of counterfeit, and I've got a great example of counterfeit. First of all, let me bring this, this fresh fruit up here, and then we'll talk about it. You know, I thought about getting uh, uh, something on here, uh, uh, to, 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 but uh, the picture's probably as well as any, but that's actually fake fruit. Can you tell that? I thought it was such a great, well, you can tell it is now. Yeah, uh-huh. the banana. But it, it's beautiful. And, and our world is about presenting things that, that really aren't true, but it's beautiful. It's kind of like the Garden of Eden when, when uh, Satan tempted Eve. He wasn't talking about taking uh, God out of the equation. He was trying to add stuff to the equation. Have you noticed that? He's that kind of way. We think of fraud. 
We think of it as a person, but really when, when you're, you're fraud, it's just something that is deceptive. It's trying to, de- to make claims that it really can't fulfill. If someone defrauds you, can I tell you that, that sometimes, I know it's going to shock your mind, but, but even in, in schools and high schools and in junior highs, boys and girls will defraud one another. Oh, I love you, baby. Uh-huh. Forever and ever until next week when I've got somebody else on the line, Right? We'll go into that on a whole other week. Some of y'all didn't say amen or anything to that, all right? Here's some counterfeit products. These are, came, come right off the internet. These are the top nine counterfeit products, and this, the dollar amount next to them is how much it costs our country annually, the, the retailers, because of people doing knockoffs. Now, a lot of you say, well, I really like the deal that comes with knockoffs. Don't buy knockoffs, or you're going to be supporting many times a, a trade that is against the law. Let me just... Now, I guess you do knockoffs in Walmart, but if you do the whole sidewalk thing, you never know what you're, you're a part of. Many of you understand that, but here's what we're going to look at over the next few weeks. There can be counterfeit wealth. How many of you know people that are driving things more expensive than you, living in houses big, bigger than you, have clothes nicer than you, and they're so poor and in debt and about to go bankrupt? See? How about identity? There's identity theft. There's, there's people that rob your identity and try to impersonate you. There's, there's people that claim that there's somebody and that they're not. How about love? There's counterfeit love and success and media. I was going to say fake news, but that's already been used. How about religion? There's fake religion. And, and the Gnostic Gospels didn't take Christ out of the equation. They try to cram more stuff in. Can I tell you, that's not true religion as Jesus portrayed it to us and what Paul taught to us. So we're going we're gonna to look at today this, this first part, part, overcoming counterfeit culture. If you have your Bibles, turn to Colossians chapter 2. We're going to be in these few verses of how do you begin to deal with this counterfeit culture? You say, Pastor, are you going to really focus in on some specifics that are in their culture? No, I'm going to focus on some specifics that are in the Bible. Because when the Bible's brought into anything, it's powerful. It's like a two-edged sword. It can change things. It can revolutionize things. Amen? All right. Verse 6 in chapter 2 says, Therefore, as you've received... Christ Jesus, can I tell you, if you've not received Christ Jesus, take a nap right now. Just turn the light switch off. Some of you, if you went to the prom, that won't be hard. (laughs) But you have to have Christ on board. If you've not said yes to him, if he's not your Lord, the rest of this doesn't make any sense because you have no power at this moment. But with Christ, and you've received Jesus Christ, who is the Lord, who says what? says, walk with him. Again, I think I've one time quoted the theme song to this verse, walk this way. Walk this way. Who, who did that one? Come on now. Yeah. All right. And then, and then it goes on in verse 7. It says, walk with him and be rooted up and built up in him and established in your faith just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. I want to break this down here in just a minute, but turn your direction to this video for one second. Our faith is tested. But in these moments of doubt, we find our strength in Christ. Rooted and built up in Him, we stand strong, unwavering, like a tree firmly planted, we hold fast, trusting His promises. For God is our refuge and our fortress, 
rooted in his unfailing love, we cannot be shaken. I want you, and I believe the Lord wants you to be so rooted in truth, so immovable. You're like a big oak where the roots go down deep. See, in the Christian life, we should never be standing still. We should never be, I've got just enough. You know, I got baptized when I was 12 at camp, and now you're 48 or 58 or whatever. No, you need to be going forward because can I tell you, when you take your foot off the gas, when you take it out of gear, you begin to decelerate, you begin to coast, you begin to slip backwards. See, the Christian life, and when you think about a Christian who's not making a spiritual progress, is more open to attack by the enemy. You say, well, no, pastor, when I start coming to church, I start getting all kinds of attack. I'm talking about the devastating, trip you up, throw your family under the bus kind of attack. Folks, when you're pressed in, when you're, uh, when, you're, when you're moving forward, when you're making a progress in your spiritual walk, you begin to have tools to, to defeat the enemy and to call upon the name of the Lord and things to, are arrested. I mean, like more things arrested in your life than you need to be growing forward. Let me talk about this. The first thing we said is about grounded. I'm taking verse 7 and just breaking it apart. It said rooted. Every one of us in here knows that a plant that's healthy is rooted. It, it's got a root structure. It's drawing nourishment out of, out of a, a rich soil. Can I tell you, the Word of God is the greatest place to be rooted. Being a part of other believers is a part, place where you can get encouragement. We need that when the storms blow. How many would say amen to that? Next thing is grounded. You know, we need to not only be grounded, but we need to be growing. When you think of this growing and rooted, it, 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 it comes with a nourishment. It's about being built up. It's about being established. It's, it's about being taught. I'm going to break this down as far as I'm going to call it spiritual progress. See, I want everybody in here to be progressing until you step into heaven. Amen? The three of you here, come on now. Slap your neighbor. Just slap them if they're not awake. Okay? Give them a pinch. Invite them to lunch. Okay, here we go. The first thing was to walk. It's like a pilgrim. You look at verse 6 and you begin to say, walk this way. It says, look, you've got to take a step. You've got to keep going. You've got, you've got to not just sit down, but it's while you're doing life. You've got to walk. Be a pilgrim. Be something that, that's progressing to the land that's newer and fresher in your life. You've always got to have a goal that's bigger than where you're living now. Do you hear what I'm saying? Next thing is rooted. We talked about that, the, the, the concept of a tree and nourishments, and, and, and you need to be plugged in. Folks, you can say, well, I, I do one or two of those things. You're going to be a weakling, and there is a war to be a conqueror over because what Jesus did at the cross, there's powerful things that we have available to stomp out where this culture might want to go. Built up. It's like a building. You need a blueprint, yes, but you also need to have foundational work, and you need to have some stuff that's visible, and you need to be built up by others. It's part of a crew that helps erect great things, taught. You need to be in a small group. You need to be in a Bible study. You need to be listening maybe to podcasts and, and worship-type uh, materials or preaching materials and be taught. You're like, well, you know what? I know what I believe, and that's enough. 
I'm trying to speak to you straight out of what Paul was telling to the church of Colossae. Look, this is important. This is what wins battles. This is what brings you across the finishing line and not just yourself, but your family. Can I tell you if you're a father or a mother that you're bringing a a protection around your children? You wonder why stuff's making their way through? Check your progress. That abounding... I'm going to take it straight over to being grateful. So many people can be students of the Bible. So many people could even attend church and they're as grumpy as the next person. And you say, how's your day going? Well, about, about as good as it could be. At least I'm on this side of the daisies. I mean, at least I'm not under, I mean, you know what I mean? Man, where's the joy in that? I want to be like you. <laughs> be contagious. And I can tell you the greatest way to be contagious is be grateful. If you only have one leg, make sure to be thankful you still have one left. She'd be like, well, that's not a very good example. Wait till you're there. Be grateful for what God is bringing you. You might want more. You might want more, less pain. You might, you might want more peace in the house, but God's bringing you so much. Start praising him and watch what the, the supernatural God can do in the presence of his praise. Anybody got any amens now or I'm going to go to round two in about two more hours. So while we're doing this, progression, this growing, there's these spiritual pitfalls that actually is outlined in verse 8. And I'm just going to say, and and here's Paul, he's so good. The Bible's so good about being relevant. He says, see to it that no one takes you captive. Here's what I want us to talk about. It is so easy to be captivated by our culture. How many want to say they've never been captivated by a commercial, a Hallmark commercial? tears coming in the corner of your eye. I mean, there's so much, or maybe the new whatever, you got to have it. The philosophy, the empty deceit, there, there is an author that is trying to kill, steal, and destroy you. And, and he might, he doesn't even have to, to, to say, take Christ out. He just needs to add enough that confuses the whole mess. And that started back a number of years ago, thousands of years ago. It says, look, don't let empty human tradition. Don't let empty things. Don't, don't let people bring to you using the elements of creation to say, well, now if you get that rock and rub it just right or wear it around your neck because it's crystal. Be careful. I see so many believers. And that's why he was trying to speak to the church way back then. You know, you take Jesus and then you're going, well, I need one of these and I need some more of that to make it right. And of course, I need a rabbit's foot just in case. And then, you know, if I sit on salt over which shoulder and then do you see what I'm saying? How, uh, this doesn't look pleasant. Anyway, I just now realized. Uh, but you've got to be careful what you add to your belief. And that's what he's saying here. I love what the message says. It says, watch out for those people who try to dazzle you. How many ever been bedazzled? You know, that's that stuff you stick on things, by the way. But no, the big words and the intellect. Man, we've got some YouTube channels. Oh, my goodness. They'll make you say that if you'll eat weeds... With Scott's fertilizer on it, it'll, it'll make your toes clean or something. I don't know. I mean, you can get people that are expert at everything and, not, and really have no truth whatsoever. You know, I could go so many places on this. But it says, don't let them drag you off in endless arguments. You know, hey, if you find yourself in the donut shop and never concluding anything but griping about everything, maybe you need to change donut shops. Oops. Did I just go there? Okay. So don't, don't, don't let them spread ideas, this empty tradition, this empty hue. No, 
because it'll take you off the way of Christ, the sinner way. See, captivated, philosophy, teaching. See, it's interesting, and I look at the internet, that, that, that everything that's just a little off is really using basic ingredients, true things. You know, like, well, if the sky is this or if the that or the wind blows and the rabbit scratches, I don't know. You know, there's all these things, right? And we want to add that to our faith. Jesus doesn't need any of that. He's the creator of all things. But, but we'll talk, well, now, you know, uh, let's, uh, let's get all hyper-spiritual. Did you know that these oranges contain a spirit within? If you freshly squeeze them and within 15 seconds consume it, you know, you'll have the real energy that progresses. You're like, Pastor, we're not that taken. Okay, maybe you're not, but maybe I'm giving you some stuff for whoever. You never know. You never know what happened. So here's one thing that I heard loud and clear in the scripture. We're going to see it. Warning! Eh, eh. Warning! Warning! What's that? Lost in space? Warning! Warning! Hey! Hey, it says, look, stop adding stuff. Stop trying to hyper-spiritualize your life because Jesus wasn't enough, so you got to read the newspaper. Eh, eh, eh. you got to know the zodiac. you got to know your sign. You, oh, you're Libra. You're a Taurus. That means, they, gosh, I've got to get insight today. He's saying, stop it. Can I say that one more time? Say it with me. Stop it. Why? Because you're meddling with the stuff that's not of Christ. Christ has got all power and all knowledge. Turn to him. Turn to him. Turn to him. This world wants to bring stuff in, and it's going to be the culture that kills us if we're not careful. Am I being a little soft, or I need to crank it up a notch? We dabble. I hear people go, what was your horoscope? I'm like, yeah, no, don't do that. Now, we've all done a little of it. I can, well, I won't say all, many of us. I look around this room. You were dumb like I was. But stop it. Lay it down. Let go of it and say, Jesus is all I need. The Word of God is all I need. You're asking for trouble if you think you can salt just enough. Because here's why you got all it takes. If you're a believer, you've got all it takes. Your spiritual provision says for in him, say in him. See, remember I said if you're not in him, you don't have anything. In him is the fullness of deity, dwelling in the bodies who have been filled with him, who is the head of all rule and authority, all rule. Let me just kind of give you an example here. This fullness is, is uh, what, Palermo? And so look at here, the, the Gnostic gospels, which are not true, they're, they're bad, okay? But way back, way back in Paul's time, they begin to add stuff, you know, well, you know, Chris, you add this and we got the divine creator being and christ really maybe isn't the son of god but you know there's a greater there's a god there's a higher being (sighs) what does the christian theology say that the totality or the fullness of the godhead dwells in christ who died for you and i it's the fullness it's oh, don't add stuff. And this, this counterfeit culture wants to add all kinds of stuff. How many of you all know that you can't buy enough to make you happy? You say, yeah, but for five or 10 minutes, it sure is fun. I'm talking about true joy. 
contentment. Goes on to verse 11. Again, I'm, I'm highlighting in him. You're also circumcised with the circumcisions made without hands. It's referring back to the, the physical circumcision. This is not about physical. It's letting God circumcise the flesh off your heart, off your spirit, that the flesh is what we battle. It says, look, when you sell out to Jesus and you begin to, to, to be uh, committed to him and you're in covenant relationship with him, you begin to put off things that you used to feed, put off things that you used to enjoy. Why? Because you want to bring him glory and honor. Look what the message says about this. It says, entering into the fullness is not so something you figure out or achieve. Did you hear what I just said? It's not a matter of being circumcised or keeping a long list of laws, meaning physically. No, you're already in. Now, here's the thing. It's not about something secret. Well, if you come to our prayer meeting, you know, we do it this way and it's so much more spiritual. Man, they, they can speak over you. Well, I can speak over you here today too. I'm not trying to foo-foo all that, but don't let it be added as the religion beyond Christ. Hear me what I'm saying. But it says this, what? But rather through what Christ has already done through you, destroying the power of sin. Verse 12. Having been buried with him in baptism in which you were raised with him. You hear what the with him, in him? Basically, it's saying, look, as you submit to baptism, if you believe in your heart, profess your mouth, and you, you do the symbology of the gospel through baptism, and you're buried with Christ, you're raised to walk in newness life, he's reminding them over and over again, look, get out of your old life, get out of your stinking thinking, lay down that stuff you keep adding, and let me be God and Lord and Almighty in your life. Last few verses. And you, I'm looking at all the yous in here, who were dead in your trespasses. God made alive together with him. And you, God made alive together with him. And you, God made alive together with him. Did you hear what I'm saying? You are alive with God in Christ. You have a connection because of what Christ did at Calvary. And when we believe, we can say, I am connected to the Almighty. Okay? I don't need anything else. I just need him. And it says, look, your sins, your trespasses have been forgiven. That's a canceling of your debt record. I don't care what your past is. If you believe in Christ, the debt's paid. You say, well, what if I mess up tomorrow? The debt's paid. What if I mess up in three or four months? The debt's paid. That's a supernatural God that a supernatural cross. What happened on the cross was so supernatural that we can count on that. So counter fit culture. A basic DNA to be in your mind is, Jesus, I need. He's the only way, the truth, and the life. But Jesus plus nothing. And Lord, help us be revealed in our hearts what we need to lay down and get rid of that's not of you. Jesus plus nothing equals victory. Salvation, victory, and I don't care what kind of sin do you have? He can break its power. Amen. Let's all stand. It's only going to get crazier, so make sure and come back on some of the other weeks. Man, I'd start diving into sex and stuff like that. Did I just say that? Yeah, the S word. Did you know there's counterfeit intimacy? We're going to get into a lot of arenas. Can I tell you, our kids, we started this last Wednesday. 
and part of the talking about being pressured and they had a breakout groups and we've got some feedback from that you may not be surprised but your heart would be hurting for some of the pressures our youth deal with today that you didn't deal with in your youth counterfeit counterfeit success counterfeit popularity counterfeit love and I don't know if you want to join me, but I want to go to battle. I want it to be a church that goes to battle against the counterfeit, counterfeit ways. And I want to raise up Christ, who is the way and the truth and the life. Amen? Yeah, but what if we just, don't you, shouldn't we love all? We should should love all. We don't accept all behavior. We don't hold it up as the goal, but no. I mean, just wait. There's going to be a lot coming, all right? I just, I'm, I'm kind of filled up and we don't have... Time to cover it all today. But here's what I'm going to tell you. We're going to honor Christ. He will always be high and lifted up over what we talk about. And I'm going to keep pointing you that the only way to have victory is through Jesus. Saying yes to him. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for giving us today. Thank you that you work in many ways and you took a wretch like me, a whole knucklehead mule that was stubborn and and bullheaded. And Father, you reached my heart through your love and grace. Father, thank you that you can take dirty vessels and make them clean again. You can take things that, that, that are dysfunctional and make them functional again. Lord, I pray over this body of beautiful people, this creation that you've made, that, Lord, we would not live counterfeit lives, that we wouldn't believe in counterfeit truths, but, Lord, that we'd believe in you, that you'd guide us, that you'd set us free from the stuff that tries to entrap us and captivate us. And that we would bring you honor and glory as your kingdom comes in our minds, in our hearts, in our families, and through our lives. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you this. If you don't know Jesus, you got questions, I'm standing here. I'll be here after the service. Come talk to me. We'll give you some insights and truths. God bless you all. Hug somebody before you leave. We're dismissed.